Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. I'm Leanne Kim, and today we're talking about finding more flow in your business. I feel a lot of us struggle sometimes with feeling in flow. Oftentimes that can show up like, oh, I'm feeling stuck, or oh, I just am not getting to do the things I want to do, or oh, I'm feeling like I'm really bogged down by all this things in my business. And I want to be leveling up. I want to be expanding and growing, but I can't because of all this, right? I know firsthand, and I coach this all the time, you know, we're not gonna feel in flow 100% of the time. Things are not going to be in alignment every single day. But what I encourage you to think about is there likely are things that you can do to create more flow. So when I use this word flow, what am I really talking about? I'm talking about you wake up in the morning and you can't wait to get started working on your business. I'm talking about you're having so much fun doing what you do that the days just go so quickly. And before you know it, the day is done and you're on to the next day. I'm talking when you look at your clients and you see their faces, you feel so much love and adoration for them. You're getting the massive results through the work that you do and you are hearing the praise. You are feeling like the boss you want to be feeling like, right? Praise is coming. Customers are coming. Opportunities are coming that you didn't even ask for. You just seem to feel like everything is flowing in the right direction. That, my friends, is flow. And that is the state that I feel I get to live in maybe 80% of the time. The other 20% of the time, you know, I've got my own stuff to deal with. We all do. But I know that this is something that you're likely craving more of because when I speak to people in discovery calls and in coaching calls, They'll tell me things like, oh, Leanne, I just wish I was further ahead, but I feel like for some reason I can't get there, right? They literally are describing a lack of flow or, oh, you know, I'll hear, I just feel like I'm blocked right now, creatively blocked, or I just feel like the clients are there, but they're just not getting to me. If you've got any sort of feeling like there are blocks in your way or you can't actually move through the way you want to move through, if things are feeling stuck or stagnant, those are all good indicators that there might be a bit of a lack of flow. And what's really cool is when we can start to create flow in one area of our business, I have found that it starts to spill over into other areas of our business. So I'm going to give you a few examples today 
I want to break down some of the areas that I see people are experiencing this lack of flow. And then I'm also going to share with you, if that is you, if you're experiencing that particular struggle or that particular lack of flow, I will share for each one of these one or two episodes of my podcast that I think will help you with this. So what you thought might be a 20-minute listen, you might turn into a three or four episode binge if you like, only if you wish, of course. But I put it out there because I've done now, you know, well over 200 episodes of this podcast on almost every topic you can imagine. And I'm of the mindset that I always want to be giving you the resources and the tools that you need to thrive. So we're going to talk about the problem. We're going to talk a little about the solution. And then I'm going to share with you a resource for every single one of these. Okay. Are you ready? Let's dive in. So the first area I see a lot of my clients struggle with this sort of lack of flow is not having enough time to do what they want. And that might be, you know, the things that they find the most joyful in the business, or it might be the things that the business just really needs them to do, right? Whatever it is, there feels like a lack of flow when they look at their calendar or they've got a calendar, they're using it. They sit down to get the work done, and at the end of the day, things aren't moving. And the things that were on their to-do list for the day didn't actually get crossed off. Maybe this has happened to you, right? There's a bit of a time struggle. A lot of my clients will say, like, I think I have time management problems. So anytime you're saying something like that, right, or I have trouble structuring my time, there is probably some lack of flow. Because, of course, our time is one of the biggest resources that we have to grow a business. And it's a non-renewable resource. Once that day is done, whether you got the stuff on your list done or not, the day is done and you don't get that day back. So if that is happening to you, I want to share a couple of concepts that I think can help get you out of this and get you more into flow when it comes to the use of your time. The first is on the macro level, I think most of us need to be planning our annual cycle a lot better, right? So if you have been in business for a year or two and you have a sense of how things are moving, but you're still kind of feeling like each day, each month, you're flying by the seat of your pants, then I want you to check out episode 213 and it's called How I Plan My Year. So I literally walk you through what I do to build out our annual calendar. It includes things like how I schedule our launches, right? Those big anchors in the business. But it also includes my personal stuff, things like vacations, time away from the business. So if you feel like you don't have a good grasp on this, often this might show up like, oh, I just feel like every single day I'm back on the hamster wheel and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. You need a better macro approach to your time, which is, you know, how you handle, how you look at your year. Now, maybe you already have that or that's going well, but (laughs) the days and the weeks, you're just not getting enough done. And if that's the case, then I invite you to check out episode number 61. It's called How I Structure My Week. Now, full disclosure, I did record this episode a few years ago, 
and how I structure my week today is a little bit different, but the general concepts I share in this episode are gold. So if you are someone who's struggling with where your time needs to go or feelings of not enough time, not enough focus, I invite you to check out this episode number 61, How I Structure My Week. I think it could actually change your life. Okay, the second area that I see people experiencing a lack of flow is with their client work. Essentially, they are working with people that are not a perfect fit to work with them. And we do this for all kinds of reasons, but most of it comes from a place of scarcity. If I don't work with this customer, then I don't know when the next customer is coming along. So I encourage you to think about this. Is this happening in your business, right? How you know that this is the case is you might be sitting down for a day of work dreading client calls, <laughs> right? Like, oh God, I got to talk to this person. Or is every time you think about the people that you're serving, you just don't really light up. And if that's happening, it just means that there could be a better flow here from start to finish. This really touches on your marketing, your selling, so many different aspects of your business will impact whether or not you are working with your true raving fan dream clients. Now, I have a business where I really do feel like 99% of the people that ever commit to working with me are a perfect fit. I say 99% because there's always one or two who come in that, you know, like they could be better. We could be a better fit. And if that's the case, you know, if even 80% of your customers feel like dream clients, you're doing really well. But a lot of my more beginner clients struggle with boundaries. They struggle with saying no to people who want to work with them. And so I have a perfect resource for you if this is your problem. If this is the lack of flow, you need to check out my episode number 122. It's called Joyful Clients, and it's actually chapter three from my best-selling book, Building a Joyful Business. It is the only chapter that I recorded an audio for, but it's highly informative. And I talk about all kinds of aspects from how to define it, how to attract them, how to make sure you're working with the right ones. I even share some checklists for you that you can really go through and say, am I working with my true dream clients? Yes or no. Because if you're not, that's cool, but there's a lack of flow there and there's something that we can do about it. The third area I see people not really in flow is that they're not really doing what they love. <laughs> like they built this business, they're making some money, they got some customers, things are going, but they're not really going well. And if they're honest, they're just not making enough time and space for their zone of genius. So they end up doing things like, I'm doing a lot of the grunt work and I don't want to be doing that. Or I'm forcing myself to show up online, to post on social media, but doesn't feel authentic, right? I don't actually feel like I have enough space to get creative, to do what I love, to really delight in my business the way maybe you once intended it to be. 
So if that is you, you are not alone. I have been here before too. It is not great. But notice when that comes up. This came up for me a couple months ago when I was just in a really busy season of the business. It was a time where we had some big promotions happening, a couple back-to-back, and I was also serving a full client roster. And those clients, you know, they had needs. This often will happen in my business where I'll feel like there's a period where we're really busy. And then right after that, there's sort of this release and expansiveness. And that's typically where I find myself back to flow. But what I noticed when I was in that really busy stretch is I could feel myself craving something else, right? So I love serving my clients. I love, you know, when we're in a launch, it's exciting. I love doing all that. But I could feel myself craving having a day or two for content creation, like this podcast I'm recording for you right now. I could feel myself getting these ideas, oh, that would be a great podcast, or oh, I should do an Instagram reel on that. But looking at the calendar and going, oh, there's not enough space and time. I'm doing too much of a lot of stuff in my business. And maybe I need to be doing less of that stuff to make space for my soul work, to make space for the stuff that truly lights me up, both in and outside the business. So there's a couple episodes I want to reference here. The first one is one of my very first episodes, episode number 20. It's called, Is It Time to Build a Team? And this is perfect for you if you are in that state where you're hustling hard in your business, but you're doing all the things and you don't feel like you have enough space to do the things that you really want. That is probably a good indication that it is time to start thinking about hiring help in your business. So this episode number 20, again, will help you get clear on if that is true for you and what you need to think about to start to make those leaps. Remember that you don't have to be making a lot of money to start to invite help in. I hadn't even hit six figures yet in my business when I first started hiring people. I just knew there were things that I wasn't great at that if I could offload those things, I could get back to doing what I was great at. And this is the case for so many of the women I coach. In fact, many A players come through that program having hired their first virtual assistant or someone like that who they can offload stuff to. So do that. Listen to that episode. Is it time to build a team? And then the other side of that coin is are you doing what you love? You know, I'm willing to bet you got into this business because you just had a passion for something. Probably had a passion for helping people and making a difference. But somewhere along the way, maybe you fell off track. Maybe you found yourself working on stuff that isn't actually aligned with your mission or your true calling. And that's okay. I have been there before. I found that there are times in my life where I'm just not really doing enough of what I love to do. And I see this in both the business and outside of the business. One of the reasons why I got into this was so I could have more time to spend with my children as they grow. I started this podcast, for example, when my kids were like three and five, and now they're nine and 11 or something like that. (laughs) You know, and so 
Sometimes I'll catch myself and say, am I really doing the kinds of things that I want to be doing? Am I really living the kind of life and being the kind of person that I want to be? And we have options there. If you are not feeling that, then there is a lack of flow. So how you find your flow again is getting back to what you really wanted in the first place. Getting back to what your mission is, who you want to help, how you want to help them, right? And more specifically, the life you want to create for yourself and for your loved ones. If you are not doing that work regularly, there's an opportunity there for you. And I'm going to reference an episode I recorded, episode number 174, which is called Just Do You. And it is about exactly that. It's about coming home to yourself, getting re-centered again, and learning to start to focus on the kinds of things that are authentic and true to you. And the last area where I hear a lot people will describe for me just a lack of flow in their energy, right? They'll say things like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel off. Or I don't know, I just can't seem to focus on my business. Or I just don't feel like I'm having the kinds of joy, passion, fulfillment, right? Just energetically, I'm not there. (laughs) And I know from experience, when we make a couple of shifts in this department, this is where everything can start to fall into place. I really do see that quite a bit. Energy is everything. And energy is a great indicator of your overall business success. If you're feeling like you don't have a lot of energy, if you're feeling like you are not able to bring your A-game to something, to anything in your business, then that's probably true. And there are things that we can do to cultivate more of the kinds of energy we want. So I'm going to reference a couple episodes here. These are two of the most popular episodes of all time of this entire podcast, in the history of this podcast. The first one is episode number 203, and it's called Boss Energy. And it is all about exactly that. It's about how to cultivate the kind of boss energy you want and need so you can be the kind of boss you want to be. So I talk about things like recognizing when fears might be stopping us from moving through and moving forward, right? Our fears are literally blocking our own flow. I talk about specific things that you can do, tactics and strategies that anyone can do to put themselves more in that boss state, right? More in that position. I'm making the big things happen. I know that if you woke up every single day feeling like a total boss, your business would reflect that. But right now, perhaps you're not feeling like that. You're more on that lower energy, low vibration, and maybe your business is reflecting that. So, Definitely check out that episode. Again, that's episode number 203, and it's called Boss Energy. Basically, what we are talking about here 
is doing the kind of mindset work, energetic work, so you can get back to feeling like the self you want to feel. And when you are feeling good in your business, you are going to attract more good. You are going to attract those clients. You are going to attract those opportunities, right? Being in flow state requires you to work on the inner game. And there's another episode I want to reference here. Again, this is one of my personal favorites as well. Episode number 191. It's called The Art of Receiving. And it is all about putting ourselves in that energetic state so the clients, the accolades, the opportunities can find their way to us. Many of us are not experiencing the flow because we are not ready to receive the good. We are putting out an energy of lack and scarcity. We are putting out an energy of fear and worry and doubt. We don't even realize we're doing it. These are little subtle shifts that you can make that will put yourself in more of a receiving state so that the good things can find you. The flow can find you. Because after all, I want you to wake up every day feeling like this business is perfectly aligned to the kind of life that you want, right? So this might be an episode that you need to listen to a couple of times. Again, I've referenced about six or seven different episodes here that I think would all be very useful for you to go and listen to next. You can listen on my website, leannekim.com slash blog slash the number of the episode. Okay, so if it's episode number 191, like I mentioned, the URL there is leannekim.com slash blog slash 191. Or of course, you can listen to me wherever you listen to podcasts. A lot of my people listen on the Apple Podcast app or Google Play or even Spotify. Truly, wherever you listen to me, I am just so very grateful that you do listen. And I'm so very grateful that hopefully you're getting value out of what I am sharing. And if you do, I would love to hear what you're finding most valuable. That is it from me, my friend. May you find flow in your business. May you find flow, joy, and abundance in your life. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.